0: everyone welcome to the contingency plan podcast my name is jedi master david and with me as always is darth austin
1: hello everyone
0: uh boy books 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 and more books man you ready for books
1: audiobooks yes
0: mm. <laughs> uh, just audiobooks i huh? can't talk into just a nice paper book
1: uh well when we do if we do no when we finally get back to Thrawn, it's Definitely a must have read, not listen.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I can I can certainly understand that it is it is pretty crazy getting through some of those longer audiobooks, and I'll talk about that a little bit uh, with this one with the whole speeding up thing. Cause I know you're you're definitely one of those people who speeds it up, right?
1: Yeah, I mean for the majority of this book, I think I listened to it at double speed and then hear the last I actually just finished the book like a half hour ago, and I had it at like two and a half times speed just to barrel through it in time. Mm -hmm. I was not prepared for this book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel you, man.
0: I definitely feel that. Um, So we are back again. No Kenobi this week. I know it's disappointing, but uh, we're going to be rocking through Shadows of the Sith by Adam Christopher. Adam Christopher, who I meant to look up to see what the heck else he'd written, because I didn't recognize uh, the name.
1: Well, his uh, he had a cancellation of The Mandalorian, and original That's novel. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I remember that
0: now. Yeah, 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 yeah couldn't even get one book out there.
1: But he had a <laughs> he had a short story from a certain point of view the Empire strikes back uh, called The Witness. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh a comic story from Star Wars Adventures 26 Tales from Wild Space Alone in the Dark.
0: Ooh, Alone in the Dark, huh?
1: And another certain uh certain point of view short story uh, End of Watch.
0: Well, isn't he fancy.
1: Yeah. So big change of pace for him. <laughs>
0: looks like he did a Star Wars Adventures comic, which is the uh, kids. Did he? Kids comic. You know what? Honestly, not really a ton. Not really a ton in his uh, writing credits.
1: It is kind of odd having this big of a book thrown in his lap after all that.
0: Yeah, very, very strange. So two standalone Versus- novels, Seven Wonders and Hangwire, 2012-2014, Parts of some series. I don't know what the Empire State is, but that sounds like a thing. Uh, Ray Electromatic Mysteries. A couple of books in there. Those sort of seem like those would be smaller books. I don't know. Spider Wars.
1: Is that like a Spider-Man thing?
0: I don't know. He does have <laughs> some tie-in stuff, though. Like, there's some stuff for Dishonored. I don't know what Elementary is. Stranger Things.
1: Elementary is... Uh... Sherlock Holmes
0: oh is that that's the series. American one right the crappier one yeah yeah Lucy Lou is uh Joan Watson mm-hmm. yeah I I remember trying to watch it and uh uh it it's I remember not...
1: deciding very quickly not to Ooh.
0: yeah <laughs> I mean I watched a little bit it wasn't terrible but it wasn't as good as the uh as like Sherlock mm-hmm so there you go I know a lot of people prefer the American office over the, the British office, and sometimes we do television better. Just not in that case. I mean, yeah. what, what an uproar if the Americans are like, you know what? We're going to do Doctor Who, like a straight-up one-for-one, just <laughs> American Doctor Who. That'd be fun, right?
1: I don't know. I mean, I haven't watched enough of Doctor Who to really answer that question. That's one <laughs> thing I always want. One day, I will take the time to go through all of Doctor Who.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't watched, uh, say like the, a lot of the older, <clears throat> the older ones, but the I mean, I've watched the, the newer ones, uh, since the revamp all the way up through, um, what is his name? Peter is it Capaldi or something like that. I didn't watch all of his stuff, most of it. And then I just kind of stopped <clears throat> not because I disliked it or anything. I just stopped. I do that yeah. sometimes. So I haven't watched, um, the uh, the the female doctor. I know we have that, and then I think they just switched up again, or are sw- in oh, the really? process of switching it up again. So, I think there'll be another another doc there. A lot of David Tennant fans out there, and Matt Smith fans.
1: Uh, wasn't there like a. Or is an ongoing war of who the best doctor is, and those are the two. We'll see I I actually
0: like the first one from the revamp, and I never remember his name, nor can I pronounce it correctly probably, but it was like it's like Eccleson, I think was his last name. Ecclestein? No. Hold on.
1: Uh... <laughs> you're gonna look up a list of the names, aren't you?
0: I am. I'm doing it right at the right as we speak uh let's see here Christopher Eccleston 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 I don't
1: know Eccleston
0: that's a guy he was the ninth doctor he was pretty cool <clears throat> yeah that one I liked him and he only got one season I actually thought they should have given him uh more more time Jody Whittaker just, is the is the 13th doctor
1: uh, that was did him. he just uh quit or did I don't, just not well-received.
0: No, I don't remember. I, I think he didn't want to do more. I think it was more his choice. Like, he was just, he was good. Mm. So, but hey, that's that's fine. But anyway, so enough of that. Uh, how's your week been?
1: Oh, yeah, been kind of a, not going to lie, kind of crappy start to the week. Uh, Monday, I had to get picked up by my boss. I had to pull over. My car overheated. Which I just got that figured out. Yeah, I had the new radiator put in. It ran fine for all of last week. I went to Columbus and back uh, yesterday, or I'm sorry, day before Sunday. Yes, Sunday, and no problems whatsoever. I had one little incident where, like, I was just sitting in a parking lot and it kind of started to warm up a little bit at idle. I was like, "Eh, well, I've never had that happen, but Mm -hmm. you know, could be about time to change the water pump. You never know." Ran fi- It ran cool when I was actually driving, so I didn't think a whole lot of it. And, yeah, I got to halfway to work uh, Monday, started to overheat. So they claim that it just had an air bubble in it. Just had Which to... can happen. Yeah, certainly can. Odd that it took about a week for it to surface, but uh, it can happen. So hopefully that's all squared away. I'll find out tomorrow when I take it to work. But I... uh Got home that day, and I was feeling kind kinda of really dehydrated and kind of laid down for a nap, woke up about 8.30 and had like a temperature of 103, super achy, just felt like death. So it was just an all-around bad day, but yesterday wasn't as bad. Hmm. Had a nice, relaxing day home for school and whatnot, and felt a little better. So, yeah, not yeah. the best start, but getting there now, <laughs> getting better
0: nice sounds good totally listen to everything you said yeah <laughs> nah it sucks man that's uh that's too it is bad. what it is <laughs> yeah very between
1: true. the two of us and maybe a couple thousand dollars we will get this car squared away
0: eventually maybe we can
1: both be proud of it
0: <laughs> eventually yeah eventually all right yeah let's see what have i done have i done much um I mean, last week was just sort of uh, getting work done week. I took some time off and um, did work on the house, did a few things here, uh, saw two sets of fireworks. I know we kind of already talked about that last time, I think, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, weekend, I didn't really do a whole heck of a lot this uh, this past weekend, just kind of hung out. Uh, boo. Bu- did I do something? I don't think I did. Not really. So yeah, it's just basically from there it's just been mainly work. So, not mm. nothing too too crazy here, you know. Did you get any Prime deals, you know, S- spend all your your money on on the Overlord Jeff Bezos?
1: I did not. I did not put my money into the coffers this year. I feel bad for oh, myself. Man. Or myself.
0: Oh, oh, man. Not
1: helping the American way very much.
0: Right oh, now. you're so un-American.
1: He might actually shut down. You never know. Good without my support. I
0: mean, what? <laughs> you you, oh, didn't, wha- you didn't want your NSA dots, you know, for ten bucks a piece. So your NSA <laughs> Amazon cameras could have sworn you'd like those.
1: No, I'm I'm good. <laughs> oh, one one positive thing that happened uh, Saturday. Uh, got roped into seeing the new Thor. Love and Thunder, which I didn't expect much of going into it. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty funny. A little bit too much comedy for my taste, but uh, it was a Taika Waititi mm-hmm. film. It was actually fairly good, so I would actually recommend it.
0: Wow, I can't believe you're coming on here pushing the woke agenda, man.
1: Wow. <laughs> it wasn't super woke.
0: I don't know. that. That's That's what the, you know... The, the pre, pre-release complainers were on about you know, oh Thor's women!
1: <laughs> no, no, I mean it, it still had Thor as the main character. Basically all that happens is like Jane uses... Wow,
0: wow, are you gonna spoil it for everybody?
1: Like the first 15 minutes and I really don't care. Okay, if sounds good. you guys good. don't want to hear it, just mute it. <laughs> no, like Jane just uses yomir to like heal herself of cancer. She finds out very early in the Show or in the movie that she has cancer. Sick. And yeah, so that's Literally. why she's Yeah. It's kinda awkward how she makes light of cancer, like she jokes super heavily about it. It's like this is there's not a lot that offends me, but this is almost slightly offensive to people who have to actually deal with cancer.
0: Yeah, hey, you heard but, it here. He got <laughs> offended.
1: I did. I got offended by a woman in this oh, woke culture. My goodness. Yeah, I don't but know. they did have, like, you'll see a lot of memes about it, because, like, they have these goats that Thor is given. They're giant goats, mm. like three times the size of him. Mm. And they just scream throughout the entire movie. Mm.
0: We've never seen screaming goats before.
1: Yeah. It's <sighs> more entertaining than I'm willing to really admit. I'm kind of disappointed in myself for being entertained by
0: it. No, there's nothing, nothing wrong with but that. Was, I mean,
1: I, I like the first one. Yeah. I don't well, really it's remember. extremely different than any other Thor movie. Like it's Believe it. heavy on comedy and satire. Like
0: eh, I could see how that would get a little old.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's it's Tycho's style though, which is kind of why after going through that, I'm okay with him not doing a Star Wars movie.
0: I'll be <laughs> honest, I think he needs to watch him watch himself a bit. You know, not yeah. not get maybe <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is, but like he, he's he's becoming kind of the, the really hot director right now, right? hmm And you know, Star Wars has elements of comedy and and it's cool, but it's usually subtle and, and it's not every other line. I don't wanna see that come into this as much and and we'll see. But like, I I also don't want to see the guy burn out and I kind of, I don't know. I don't know. He's like doing a lot of the Hollywood stuff right now, really enjoying himself and don't become a precautionary Hollywood tale, man. Like, like put out good stuff and you know, if Thor was good, excellent. That's good to hear.
1: Actually, I didn't realize he did a Ragnarok as well, Mm -hmm. which, Never was a lot watched more serious, it. Obviously,
0: yeah. Never watched Ragnarok. Uh, I think I only watched the first Thor. I don't think I watched any of the those. Oh, other really? One. Yeah, I don't and think the second so. Second
1: one was kind of garbage. What Ragnarok was the second was one good. about? Uh, it was the Dark World. It,
0: oh no, I did I, watch that one. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I can't really go over plot summary very very well with that one. I really didn't like that movie, so I kind of banished it from my mind. I guess. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I just know a lot of people were talking
0: about, because uh, Jane is technically the mighty Thor. That's yeah. her deal. And yep. I, I, those comics are newer, from my understanding, mm-hmm. like like 2011, 12, some, something like that. I think that those are more recent additions to sort of the timeline, and a lot of the older, you know, stuck-in-the-mud type of people are, are not real happy about it. I don't know. I don't know enough about it, so... <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, well, I, I mean, don't care. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's the same people who liked Ragnarok, and at the end of Ragnarok, they may, she I'm sorry. Thor makes a Valkyrie the new, basically, Odin mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. their people, which obviously Valkyries are women, so...
0: That's a women? Okay, but,
1: a <sighs> women. Wow. But it's like... But th- that's okay, but not a female Thor. Okay. That's... <sighs> <laughs> wow. Well, interesting. I I don't
0: know. I'm not real interested in much in the way of Marvel.
1: Oh, I get that. Um yeah.
0: God, I can't even remember cuz like the the Strange Doctor Strange movie, that was terrible. <clears throat>
1: I yeah, still I stand watched by it that. I didn't it was, like it. It was and I like, I wish I wouldn't have brought my son to see it. Let's put it that way. It oh. was definitely not a... Yeah, yeah,
0: I don't think we talked about that. Because I, I think you said you were going to. And then I asked you like one other time. You're like, no. And I was like, I just dropped it. But...
1: Yeah, it. I really wish I hadn't. I mean, he's probably seen similar stuff that I don't really know about. So it's not a huge deal. But I, I wouldn't have taken him if I had known. Um, and it was... I didn't mind the horror aspect of it, but they kind of make some things a little too flippant for me.
0: I don't know why they had to completely just kill off Scarlet Witch.
1: I like Scarlet Witch as a character, and she, I think
0: she's OP, <laughs> dude.
1: Yeah, and like, <laughs> I did think it was funny. I saw a meme here recently the uh, the dude who um of the Illuminati who like can just Black speak Black Adam, and, yeah. Yeah. And I saw this meme. It's like Scarlet Witch, Black Adam can tell you where your kids are.
0: Yeah, End I saw movie. that one. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just, was, I just didn't I, like
0: the crazy the crazy woman angle. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of lame. And I mean the, the the Illuminati's lame anyway. I mean yeah. Professor X is cool. They got to, you know, ride him out in his big, you know, comic book. <laughs> uh sled there but he yeah um there's a channel how it should have ended you Mm -hmm. you know that channel
1: yeah i've watched them a few times
0: so they did one on on this this that movie and they were like i mean effectively yeah so they had that same meme and that might have been where the meme came from then because they had black adam do his thing and then they also had like professor x basically just like you know, take over her mind and like trapper mm-hmm. and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, I don't know. I, I just, there were elements of that that just weren't, I, and I get it. It's like a crazy superhero movie, but it was dumb. I just didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. It wasn't my thing.
1: Yeah. So, Oh, also there's a upcoming Disney movie, the Disney Pixar movie that looks pretty good. I'm always a Pixar fan, but Buzz it's called Lightyear? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably watch that, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, no, it's uh it's called Elemental. It's coming out uh, uh okay. next June. Just really fantastical, super cool looking adventure animated movie. Yeah. Cool.
0: Sounds Definitely good. Definitely would
1: recommend looking up the trailer for that. It's pretty interesting.
0: Very nice. Very nice.
1: You need more movies like Disney Pixar pumps out, they just make good content. Pixar's always Pixar normally
0: favorites. does Yeah Yeah I mean they, they've They've certainly done Some good ones Um Yeah Long way For sure So We will see Well anyway Ready to uh Talk about this Totally cool And awesome
1: Super fun book Just dancing around All the other Disney content Now we'll finally Get into Star Wars oh. And a 17-hour book at that.
0: Yeah, with like 75 <laughs> chapters. What okay, let's oh start. Let's let's start here because this is structural. This isn't content, this is structure. What is up nowadays with these like is it's all a race to get 100 chapters, right? I mean, what are we what exactly is this writing style supposed to be?
1: I don't know. And honestly, maybe it was just me, but I felt like we were just using characters' names a few too, time, too many times. If I had to hear Mir Mir one more time. Ochi of Bestoon.
0: Ochi of Bestoon. Do we Ochi- have
1: to put up Bestoon every time? It's like, are we just w- working on word count at this point?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, I wanted to throw my phone in the water. Like, it was bad. <laughs> I was getting kind of mad at some points. I had to take a lot of breaks from this book. I'm not going to lie. And I am. Yep certainly probably not going to say you should take anything I say to heart because I do need to re-listen to this book. I mean, I, I did not consume it very well, I feel like. Well, so. I also felt like I needed to take oh, excuse me, a
0: long day. <laughs> Big yawns. It <laughs> uh, wasn't about the book. Anyway, um, no, I, I felt like I had to take a couple of breaks from the book too, maybe get like a, a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. As well, and, and this was the thing that I was gonna—I sort of alluded to in the beginning. So we we usually listen to the audiobook It's usually a pretty good, uh, pretty good time, and probably should have looked up who our narrator because this one was new. Let me let me pop in here real quick. But um, so I, oh my god, thirty dollars
1: for the audio book. That's how much this was.
0: Well, that's what it says. I mean, it's probably a little cheaper with the... But, I mean, I used a credit on it, but dang.
1: Yeah. Well, it's many, a big book.
0: How many pages <laughs> is the... Well, the book is 496 pages, so it's not, like, terrible. Okay, so back to the uh, narrator. William Demerit. William Demerit. William. William. What have you done... He's got three pages of uh, of stuff on Audible, but that name sounds awful familiar. Let me just look up the person.
1: But this is his first time with Star Wars.
0: Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure. I, I was am I'm, I'm literally just looking in, okay. into that now. Okay, so he's he's done some acting. Uh, uh flight attendant is is that that's that girl from the uh, Big Bang Theory? Um yeah, I mean anything that I know, not really. Oh, he was on an episode of Law & Order Special Victims Unit. So Wow. I he, need to go he, back and find it. He was a, he was <laughs> a voice in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't really know. I mean, he's he's done he's done some acting. Uh let's go back to his page and see what he's done as far as narration. Um. any Star Wars any Star Wars any Star Wars nope 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 that's big nope last page J- he did a James Patterson book good for you. ooh <laughs> he that's also did a book exciting. called Who is Michael Jordan Who Was <laughs> so sick nope uh, you know, so I—I I mean, I would call this guy probably experienced because he does have several. I mean, a lot of these look like they're, you know, maybe not—not um, not short, shorter books. So he, he's got some stuff under his belt. I actually enjoyed his voice. That's what I was getting at. But
1: except for Ochi,
0: <laughs> well, that <laughs> yes, it I is agree. what it is. He—he he did decent voices. But what I will say is that. His voice does not lend itself at least to me, uh, very well for speeding up. There, there are too many times where it, it like it's going along and then it, 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 there's a, a rush. It's kind of like he was he was rushing the reading at points and it's really um, uh, you can hear it when you speed things up. So I think when he's just reading normally, when you're listening to it at normal speed like you should, you know, like a normal person, it's fine. I think he did a great job. I think he voiced the characters very well. I liked his uh, Lando. I thought his Lando was really good. Uh, Lando Balthazar
1: Calrissian. Landonis or whatever they put his name. whatever. <laughs> no, I, and it's weird because uh, I agree. He... I put this book at one point five just to start with, and it felt like normal speed. I looked at it, it's like, did I actually set my speed, or I did know, I forget to? I, I thought to? it sounded fast because I, I did for a little bit. Five, like two. I felt like at the beginning, it it was kind of slow. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just. I
0: think used you're to more at this used point. to it. Yeah, yeah, because you definitely take advantage of that way more than I do. Um. So yeah, as far as the narration, the there were only maybe two parts where I thought that the audiobook production got a little lame. One of them I don't remember. The other was that stupid mouse droid that just kept beeping. <laughs> it's like, you cannot do that.
1: Yeah. And that's one thing that obviously the book would speed up quite a bit.
0: Yeah. So, so. that that got annoyed. There was another one. It, maybe it was an alarm or something, but they just kept doing it. I was like, you can stop. Yeah. We get it. And that's not on the narrator. That's on whoever produced the audio book. So that is what it is. Um, so yeah, I guess core story time. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to categorize this in the easiest terms that I possibly can. This is the book that attempts to justify the rise of Skywalker.
1: Yep. hundred percent agree.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know what I thought we were getting here. I know that when we had talked about this book a while ago, we knew that we were going to meet Ray's parents. We knew Luke Skywalker was going to be here. And I didn't really know if I cared to learn any more about Ray's parents. But I obviously wanted Luke Skywalker. Mm Mm-hmm. And I will give it to the writer here. I did feel like this did feel a bit more like a legends book. Mm -hmm. But not a particularly memorable legends book.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would
0: agree. If I'm being honest. Um, So we have a couple of tracks here. Oh, this was another thing about the audio book. And they're saying it, which means it's probably in the print too. What is up with the... Now, then,
1: now, <sighs> now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That chapter was fourteen,
0: weird. Ne- you know, and then it's always where they're at. Chapter thirteen, Coruscant. Now,
1: <laughs> opposed to three thousand years in the past, or it could just, just be to make sure you understand.
0: It could just be chapter thirteen. We arrived on Coruscant. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't know why that bugs me so much, but I think it's the repetitiveness.
1: There was some repetitive stuff with, like, the inner monologue with Noctis, and... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 there was. There, there was some, like... I, I forget what the word was now, but, like, she says it. I know and,
0: exactly what you mean, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Yep. W- what's our character who uh, is Princess... Zykar? Is that how they pronounced it? sure I think of it was yeah yeah but like the inner monologue between noctis and her just kept saying that word over and over and over again and it's a super annoying voice and i'll be honest the first like couple minutes i was thinking it was palpatine until they made it clear the whole mask thing it's oh, like if hold this on. is how we're
0: i'm sorry I, I i do remember what you're talking about but you're not it's it, it's not noctis it's um it's uh, Kaisa, well, but then
1: it's the mask yeah.
0: of uh, uh something Panshar. I, I, I have
1: Yeah, to... th- I'm sorry, I'm getting them mixed up. No, no, Noctis no, was good. a mention from um Landa. Exum
0: Panchar. Yes. That was the yep. the, the, the mask that she had. Yes, the the yeah, the stuff going on in her head. Right, right. Yes. Right. Yep. Yep, yep, Well, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that mask and possibly what it could be, I, I think. Um, but Let's see. So we have kind of a Lando story. We have kind of a Luke story. We have a Ray and her parents who we get names um, Mira Mir, which is Mira Mir, not Miramir Mir, mm-hmm. which is what I thought it was Mira Mir.
1: Well, if he had actually taken the time to pronounce Mira Mir every time, this might have been an 18 hour book, so that's okay. <laughs>
0: Yes, and then uh, her father uh, Dathan, or Dathan. Yeah. So Dathan. Which apparently, this Mir- is the Mir-
1: first Mir. time we've actually heard his name, according to the character info in this book. Correct. Is that true? Yes. Okay.
0: I believe uh, that this author was able to name them. Really. I think that that's something that I had read along the way. Could be wrong, okay. but I'm pretty sure that's uh, that's what.
1: kind of like the name. Yeah,
0: eh, I don't mind it. It's
1: a strong name. I don't mind, I don't mind it. Mind it. We do get a bit of backstory with Datham as well, which is cool. We get to see his days as the abomination.
0: Well, let's let, yeah, let's just real quick. Let's just wrap their story line up because we already know what happens to them. And I'll say this outwardly. One of the things that I don't really care about with, with fill-ins is we already know what happens to the characters. So the tension usually doesn't feel very tensiony. Well, we already it, know what happens to Datham and, and, and Miramir. They're killed by Ochi on Ochi's ship. We know that. We saw it in the movie.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like what we dealt with with the whole Luke uh, chase scene in Kenobi. It was kind of a useless scene because we know Luke doesn't get hurt, obviously. Or oh, the, right, right, yeah. Or the battle with uh, his aunt and uncle. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, it's filler. It's It's filler. Yes, yes. So now there are some parts of the the journey that I do like. I like seeing a little character development between them, a reason to actually care about them. It makes that scene where we see her being left there with uh old what's un- his name? plot plot, yeah, a little bit more emotional. So that's kind of cool. Yeah,
0: yeah j- just a real real quick uh, string here for them though. So Nathan is is obviously Palpatine's clone, but he doesn't mm-hmm. have any force ability. He's, like you sort of mentioned, kind of called the abomination. He's kind of useless. But there is one person there on Exegol who uh, sort of takes care of him. And, uh, you know, he's able to do some stuff. And then finally, he's able to escape. Um, he winds up becoming some sort of, like, ranch guy. He has, like, a ranching droid or whatever the heck that was. And uh, meets Miramir, they eventually get married, <clears throat> they have Ray, and they settle on Jakku uh, because they don't feel like they're going to be safe on, uh, on, on Miramir's Mirror uh, home planet.
1: Or like any planet within the Republic.
0: Uh, well, yeah, true, true, true. So they're on Jakku and things are going okay. We actually get to see some interesting characterizations of Unkar Plot as well, where he, you know, kind of the side eye and a wink and a nod. And why does he always have the part I need type of deal? Um,
1: Discounted price.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but Plot, I mean, we've always known as a businessman, but I think in the movie we definitely got somebody who is a bit more unsympathetic you know i did he did he uh i can't remember i was trying to think of this in force awakens did he cut ray's ration was that a part yeah. of that yeah which is kind of weird it was like
1: one quarter portion or that's something right. like that
0: <laughs> yeah one quarter portion yeah that's right he did so i i don't know i think uh I don't know that we have to humanize everyone, but I think it makes the decision to, uh, leave Ray with plot a a bit more. I don't know.
1: Understand not stupid. Yeah. It doesn't (laughs) make it seem as stupid. Yeah. And it explains why she's basically working for free for him. Although at this yeah. point I feel like she would have Paid her debt off <laughs>
0: Yeah Debt's are hard to pay off The longer you go The more you accumulate With interest So Yeah And then Their whole plan Towards the end Is to Try and steal Ochi's ship Which is stupid Very. Um, They're caught
1: Steal any other ship Right Whatsoever
0: Yeah <laughs> And they're caught They're killed Ray is On Jakku That's the story Of them Yeah now, interestingly enough, along the way, they do run into Lando. or uh, Not Luke, I don't think. I think no, Luke might have seen into, them.
1: Yeah, but, but never interacts but with they them. But
0: they never interact. But, but Lando does. And that's kind of a fun little deal. Although, it kind of does make things a little bit weird in the movie when like Lando clearly doesn't know who Ray is.
1: Yeah. It's almost like they did it right with Luke because it makes sense that Luke wouldn't have instantly realized it, but, like, Blando's just getting old and senile, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's weird how much they want to force Ray to have a connection to every legacy character, though. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they did with Han without a backstory as much, but...
0: Well, they the made things we,
1: with Han just weird, because like the whole, and then then there was really no. They made payoff. things with Han something that it was going to be, and then didn't end up being. I think personally, I yeah. think, I, I, I still kind of have a slight idea that they wanted Ben and Ray to be siblings, and kind of tie it into legacy a little bit in a way.
0: <laughs> wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been funny if like that was like Han and Kira's kid was Ben I think or something that like been. that or excuse me uh Ray I mean and, I and really badass, and personally. really when you well when you think about it the you, good mom
1: made the bad kid the bad mom made the good
0: kid. well that's that's <laughs> a good thing but when you think about it Han's not supposed to be force sensitive Kira is clearly not right. Leia is but for Han to produce two force sensitive children it's like no the force is with Han it's been with him always. <laughs> <laughs> I It would have been interesting. It would have been an interesting plot line. But again, I don't think that they wanted to do the Legends twins thing. And it yeah. wouldn't have been twins. It would have just been step siblings. Right. Just don't uh, go to the laundry room. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh, boy. Or the cape oh, closet. Oh, yeah. Just stop. <laughs> oh, the cape closet. My God. <laughs> So we learn a little bit more about Lando, but not much. Um, we knew he good, said good he... content
1: as always. Obviously, what's Lando that? is good content as always. Lando, I think, is one of the most respected characters. Ultimately, at this point,
0: I think he's an easy character to write. I feel like he people is. don't have any trouble with just letting
1: Lando be Lando. Yep, don't need much development.
0: No, I mean, even when we first see him, you know, he's he's out gambling. You know, he's trying to win win some credits, not having much luck, kind of stumbles into Ochi's party. And you Mm -hmm. know, it's like, oh, maybe this'll give me a way to find my daughter. Oh yeah, you guys didn't know if you didn't remember it in the movie. (laughs) I've got a daughter. Somehow we're not gonna say the mother's name either. I
1: have been looking for her for a long, long time.
0: I don't even know I think it was just immaculate conception. She just sort of showed up on my doorstep or something. Who is the mother, and why the heck can't he just say her name? Like, is that maybe. is there a big secret or something about this? What's the secret?
1: Well, I don't know. I kind of am wondering because obviously we don't have a reveal of what she looks like or anything, so there's a chance she could be mixed, so maybe we're just Dude, assuming. Look. <laughs> so really, we could have it be any character at this point. So maybe they don't want to, I don't know. It's weird. I hope they don't do something really stupid with that and tie it into another known character that would just make it awkward. Or maybe it's it's Lando and Kira's daughter. Who no. Knows? They obviously no, had a... Oh, that's dumb. That's they so obviously dumb. had some kind of, you know, history. It's so. like, Han, you took my ship, I
0: took your woman. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he does have a child, Kadera. Uh, who enjoys his cape closet and ice cream. And uh, clearly, Lando is very, very taken with his daughter, and it's very sweet. Yeah, uh, We didn't really even get in this book uh, the kidnappy stuff. We just know she was kidnapped, and there was a lot of speculation uh, with Rise. Um, ah, shoot. Who was our, who is our sto- female Stormtrooper character? Uh, why'd
1: you ask me that question?
0: <laughs> Let's see if we can't find it real quick. Fastest. Uh, J- Jana. 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 How many ways can I say it incorrectly? Here's Jana. Could be wrong.
1: Solo. Mm,
0: no, wrong. Wrong <laughs> one. Well, it, so she we, we met her in Rise and then towards the end, you know, Lando, talks to her and there was some speculation. It's like, oh, is that his daughter It's like, Well, why not? Your name's not Janna It's actually Kadera. Do you like capes? I do like capes. That's right, it's in your blood. You we all love capes. Your mother loved capes too.
1: We don't talk about her though. <laughs> not even sure if she exists. <sighs> I
0: and don't adopted know. you. I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, so Lando's been been looking for his daughter for a long time, apparently. And uh, seemingly, it sort of feels like his friends have kind of given up on it,
1: which I that find was kind un- of sad in a way, wasn't it? When they like just explained, well, everyone had their own lives and they just had to kind of get back to it. It's like, no, no, I don't think it would have happened that way. I mean, maybe they couldn't have put a hundred percent of their time into it, but I don't think. Could you see Leia net? Not actually looking for this girl ever.
0: Well, like, or or it. Han or Luke for, for that example. Han. I mean, yeah. Luke. Okay, I could kind of see Luke stopping at one point. Like, look, Lando, she's probably with the Force. Let's just chill. But like, I don't know, Han and Leia. I feel like would have done it. At least Han for sure, and Leia would have used her influence within the New Republic.
1: And even Chewbacca, you know, that oh, yeah. would have helped.
0: Sure. So I don't know. Seems a little bit uncharacteristic, but, you know, you're advancing a story. But I'm 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 wondering why this is a story like where's the payoff.
1: Is this certainly waiting a long time, but clearly they want this to be a part of like the Calrissian Chronicles or Mm -hmm. something like that, which honestly it would be the perfect story for it. I mean, trying to kind of piece together how this happened the harrowing moments that it happens. You could do time jumps so you could eventually get to the point past the movie where he confirms, you know, who she is.
0: I think it would be but interesting. It's,
1: it's very sloppy the way they're setting it up. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it'd be interesting if they did, uh, cause we've talked about the Calrissian Chronicles before. I think it would be kind of fun if they got like Donald Glover to read the early parts of yes, it when he's younger, absolutely. but then and you then transition D. to Billy D. Williams <laughs> later on as he's older, like maybe the last couple chapters or something when he's old, old, I think that would that'd be, be awesome.
1: fun. That would be really cool. Yeah.
0: I don't know maybe we'll get that, but I, I just, I don't really get this whole daughter thing. We, we have no payoff. There's no payoff for that.
1: So. Well, it's almost like it was an afterthought to give him a daughter. It's like, well, every,
0: it does. every
1: legacy character has to have a kid because then we can eh, keep,
0: does Lando seem like a kid guy?
1: Uh, I, mean, I guess it would be a good character development, but I feel like he wouldn't be. I, I mean, t-
0: take away the, the gambling and the playboy stuff. I mean, just like as a person, I don't necessarily see him with a with a kid.
1: Yeah. But no, hey, no, I could don't be either. wrong.
0: Obviously I am. He's got a kid in Canon, so there you go. <laughs> Can't fight what's already there. All right. So uh Lando is basically trying to follow up with the the Ochi. Uh, part and Ochi has the stupid knife thing, which is a knife that drinks
1: blood and speaks to him.
0: It, it's a ba- primal. It, it's a vampire. It's a vampire knife.
1: knife. It's a vampire knife, Rick. Uh, oh, and you can fight, you know, people with lightsabers with the knife, yeah, of course. It's a vampire it's a Sith, knife. It, it's a Sith artifact that isn't. Well, is it Beskar? Did they no, say it's, it's Beskar? Beskar. Okay. It's it's just a vampire knife. It's just Zip, magic at this Zip, point. Your blood. It's just Sith magic.
0: <sighs> okay, so he's got the knife, and he's doing knife stuff.
1: So if the Sith can imbue objects... Oh, I'm about to destroy stuff. I really need to stop. Mm-hmm. But if the Sith can imbue an object with the ability to not be destroyed by a lightsaber... Why haven't they, like, come up with a full set of armor? Or a... Because uh, they a didn't have enough mana. Like they didn't
0: have enough mana, okay?
1: Clearly. Clearly. But do you get what I'm... <laughs> like, we have to add so many cool new things that it starts really destroying the universe. I wonder how big the team is that actually researches that stuff and comes up with these ideas. Cause that took me like 10 seconds to think of. And I hadn't thought of it prior to this. Yeah. So I don't
0: really know too much about Sith magic, so to speak. So I don't really, I don't really have much backstory on that if I'm just, you know, being forthright about it. Um, but the knife thing just seems kind of dumb. I mean, I thought it was dumb in the movie. It's a map.
1: Right. It's a map that's also sentient and makes someone violent when they wield it. And it's impervious to lightsabers.
0: Yeah, you can deflect blaster bolts. And, uh,
1: now part Why of did the this. the knife tell Ochi not to walk into that sand trap? if it's so smart.
0: Well, uh, part of this is how much of this is just the blatant influence of Palpatine. Because Ochi, you know, there was a part where he was deflecting blaster bolts. He's like, yeah, I was fast, but I didn't know I was that fast.
1: <laughs> <sighs> Must be getting late. Who caused the other one to yawn there? That Need was to, like perfect timing. That was
0: totally you. Need to get yeah. our naps in. Um, but, you know, so he's now got more speed and he's being influenced by the knife. So you kind of kind of think a little bit about maybe it could be Palpatine sort of imbuing a little bit on the knife as well. But it, it's a knife. I don't know. It just sort of seems a little
1: dumb. He transferred some of his essence into the blade.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess now that we're just talking artifacts, let's also talk about our... Um, our miask. Yeah, the... Whatever Exum Panshard. Viceroy Exum Panchard, who I believe was made up for this book. I don't think that there's anything more.
1: And any I'm sorry, I can't person. hear Viceroy without just thinking yes. it's it's a it's a nuke gun ray, Sith. Nymordians, yeah. I'm 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 with with you there. In Sith. So why do you have to be a viceroy?
0: I yeah I don't know, and they don't even give him a planet. They just say a long forgotten planet. The mask and is made of
1: one obsessed with Exegol, of course.
0: Well, again, that's just a <laughs> tie-in, but yeah, you're right. Um, mask made of like meteoric metal that was imbued with the deaths of like a thousand people's screams or some stuff like that and apparently old Exum here wasn't much of a Sith. I mean he was like, you know, force powerful but like not really a lightsaber wielder necessarily. Fought more instinctively
1: mm-hmm.
0: and was able to transfer his essence onto the mask and he has been holding Kaiza who we first saw in the Aftermath books, one of the little street rats and the what were they the disciples of something
1: Oh, uh, yeah, we have an acolyte, character.
0: or were the acolytes of the Beyond? Was that it? Where's my Kaiza? My Kaiza tab. Uh, of course you're just not acolytes of the Beyond. Yes, yeah, so I was right. And Kaiza is not only in possession of this mask, but she is in possession of Darth Noctis's. Sort of scimitar like lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And the mask was given to her by Yoop uh, to Shoe, which, you know, we saw some of yup to Shoe in, in Aftermath.
1: Mm. Which is funny that they portray that as a, a unique lightsaber because the cover does not make it look like a unique no, lightsaber at not. all. It does it's very not. Very basic.
0: Um, I mean, we've had like saber whips which I guess could make sense, right. but like curved sabers. I mean, I guess the dark saber is more of a big cleaver, so. I
1: just want a Dothraki lightsaber.
0: Their mm. little hook
1: sword things. That'd be awesome.
0: I like the the, the Egyptian sword. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty cool. I can see that. Uh, so anyway, she's got a saber. She's got this mast. She's basically a vessel for Exum Panshard. And,
1: uh, yeah. There's not much character development there. You've basically summed her up from the start to the end.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there are some confusing points here, I would say, because like. Clearly all roads lead back to Palpatine.
1: Mm-hmm. But we don't really get Palpatine.
0: No, not really. And but we're all after the we're all after Ray for some reason. But really, these people are after Ray to get to Exegol because everybody seems to believe that Exegol will grant them some measure of immortality. Which we also learn the precautionary tale of Darth Noctis, who I think is also a new character.
1: Yeah, this is the one I was getting mixed up, and apparently they even made a. Uh... They made an apprentice for Noctis, and the apprentice, like, becomes this beast that just lurks around Exegol.
0: So, I, I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I'm getting. Uh, Darth uh, Sang- Sanguis, who actually yeah. was there first, he found Exegol first, and uh, mm-hmm. in his pursuit of immortality, became the creature. So then when Noctis came to the planet to... Uh, you know gain this power he kind of tricked her and then she As became Gollum. A,
1: basically golem
0: basically yeah you're <laughs> right and so she then was forced to become the golem whereas you know uh, the other one uh, Sang- sanguis uh died and which he was mm-hmm. cool with he wanted to die So Noctis might be around on the planet, just goleming it up, you know?
1: We've probably seen her in the movie and we just didn't realize it. Just always there in the background. Just always there.
0: Uh, So yeah, yeah, but Noctis, uh, new. New for this. Um,
1: Not very interesting.
0: Well, that's the thing. I think this book tried to really have some payoffs here, but in the end, it's like, Darth Noctis, it sounds familiar. Oh, it's nobody.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's you, the problem. It seriously does sound familiar. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it's like, can you give us like something that relates to something? Right.
1: Out of all the Sith that are already canon, you couldn't have like just picked one, I guess. I don't know. But like I can see the pitch for it. It's like we're gonna introduce two new Sith mm. in this book, and it's gonna be epic. And then it falls apart. Yeah. From there. Yeah. And and the whole thing is like Luke fought the Sith, even in between his battles with, you know, with Sidious the first time and Ben on their final confrontation, he fought other Sith. It's like, no, this doesn't count in my eyes. It really doesn't. Well, we
0: do eventually get a showdown between Kaiser and Luke, but the issue with this battle is that Luke admits it like, you know, Kaiza possessed because at this point Kaiza is actually dead.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's got like a robotic. Or no, wait, excuse arm. me. No, she, no, she it's right been, after this battle.
0: She had been effectively fully taken over. Right. Um. By by Panchard. she's not dead. She's still technically there, but she's been taken over.
1: But she has w- moments of like she acknowledges that it's too late for her. She can right. see the flaws of it, but she just doesn't have a choice. And yeah. then eventually. Like, we see this point where she just responds, no, and it's basically just the Sith and not her anymore. Right,
0: and uh, so they do have a battle, but Luke said during it in his head, he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously going to wreck this person. They don't have the saber skill or the concentration or anything. So Luke does defeat Kaiza, and... But not
1: as easily as you would expect.
0: No, there's a lot of atmospheric things that come into effect as well. But but yeah, then eventually, you know, Kaiza is in quotation marks killed, but not really. This is when... This
1: is the, like the stupidest, one of the stupidest parts of the book, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird zombie thing, you know, where Panchard fully takes over her body, but she is dead. Robot arm, you know, we... Put the, the droids, kyber crystals like, on the mask.
1: Yeah, the the droids, like, carry her through molten lava or some stupid thing. And, like, it's mm. burning her body as they're walking through. But, But, like, <laughs> after all this, how good of a vessel would she be to fight with at this point? Like, she's got this awkward robotic arm. She's burnt really mm. badly. I, I don't know. Just... Did we have to have a second battle? <laughs> sure, why not?
0: <sighs> yeah, I don't know. But you know, it doesn't really prove any real real match for Luke in the end. Luke's able to break apart the mask and take the saber and defeat Exum Panchard for, for good this time, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, no. anyway. I don't know. Anyway. I don't care. Well, <laughs> um, do we want to talk about his other harrowing battle with the, the nine Sith spirits or do we want to save that since it's probably the most interesting part of the book?
0: I, I, think, I think I'd kind of like to talk about Luke and Lando a little bit. Kind of some of their interactions and their relationship, so to speak. Because like, Luke's obviously been teaching the next group of... Younglings Mm -hmm. But he's been having trouble Because he keeps having visions Of what we know to be Exegol
1: Which is from Our new Sith Lord Essentially
0: Well that's kind of debatable I think
1: mentioned, At least that's what he believes Near the end of the book
0: Yeah and, (laughs) and I think we should talk about that a little further But like Eventually both Lando and Luke's Paths collide because Lando needs help And Luke is obviously having trouble, too, so I think he wants to get out there a bit as well. Oh, that was, uh, double, double yawns. This book is gonna, totally going to get that five was, out of five. Five out of five stars. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny, or, or I thought it was kind of fun, excuse me, fun to sort of see their interactions because I think in the movies, they were obviously around each other, but they didn't really interact much with each other. But in this right, book, the we, biggest
1: interaction is like when they save Han and return <laughs> the Jedi, mm-hmm. And that's even, that's not all that huge, but they have cool, like abrasive personalities that really shouldn't mix well, but they do.
0: Well, I, yeah, that's, I, I suppose you're right. Yeah. But that, I don't know. I mean, I think they've, they've obviously shared some stuff over the years, which is nice. Right. Um, they're able but to talk. kind of funny openly. when they're having
1: their, uh, having their cognac that, Luke just wouldn't drink any of it,
0: and mm. Han
1: just... Or, I'm sorry, Lando just kept making fun of him for that. Yeah. Which, by the way, is that the only thing that's drank in the Star Wars universe? Because, like, Pride was drinking it. It's just, like, everyone drinks cognac. It
0: well, it's not... Like, it wasn't cognac. It started with an A. I know what you mean. It was, like, a Traxus or something. r Trax.
1: Well, or- yeah, but they, like... Lando describes it as a fine cognac. It's oh, okay. Point, so.
0: Sorry, yeah, I, I misremember. I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, sure, it's the <laughs> same <annoying> stuff.
0: <laughs> but no, I just kind of, I, I kind of like their interactions. I thought it was healthy. You know, it was, it was good, yeah. good, stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, you already mentioned it. So Luke's visions. He eventually does place himself, kind of with a little bit of aid from, um, uh, wow, I forgot his name the old guy,
1: Lor or
0: dad, just <laughs> it's like his face was in my mind. I couldn't think of the name. So with sort of the help, or at least the essence of Lor Taka, he may or may not have projected himself for the first time mm-hmm. to Exegol. It's maybe, and he fights some of the, uh, the Sith eternal, the, the dorks who just got blasted away by Ray <laughs>
1: I couldn't stop thinking about that throughout this entire book because it's just funny now. Like they're they lame. seem to be such, they seem so ba in this book, and it's just and they're all dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um,
0: the battle was interesting. I guess it was probably the the one of the more interesting things. In, he in gets a way. his
1: ass handed to him <laughs> near he, the end.
0: Yeah, I, I mean he's he's able to kind of hold, but the whole thing is is he's. Sith Eternal kind of can they're like phase in and out type of deal. You know, they're, they're not really, yeah. it's like you're fighting, uh, a ghost. Well,
1: it kind of makes you wonder, like, are they projecting themselves too? Or are they just literally forced spirits? Like the, the Sith equivalent of a force ghost maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Or like, even, even at the end of the day, would it even be possible for Luke to be hurt here?
1: Or to hurt them.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. True
1: enough. Of course, being the first time they project himself, fight or flight, he doesn't know whether or not it would hurt him, so I guess that makes sense. Although, isn't it kind of weird? Sorry to kind of get us off topic a little bit. Not off topic, but derail it. Isn't it kind of weird that the amount of exertion that he puts into his first projection doesn't kill him but the amount that he puts in with his Ben interaction does kill him I don't know maybe I just shouldn't think about that
0: <laughs> I don't know I mean there are a million and one things you could say to that It maybe it wasn't a force projection maybe even if it was it was so minor it doesn't draw much strength or who knows
1: yeah maybe <sighs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, we get archaeology. That's fun.
1: Yeah. And also, as far as Lore Synteca goes, it makes me kind of care a little bit more about him and the fact that he gets murdered by Ben now that we know they have, mm-hmm. like, history. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, not just Luke and Lore, but also Ben and Lore.
0: Yeah. You know, like, it, it's almost kind of like he's he's always there and Ben kind of, like, has another little friend, you know?
1: Yeah, Lore's, like the non-force-sensitive equivalent of like Corn Horn, I guess, mm. <laughs> in the story. So he's actually pretty important, part of like the yeah. the Force Church, I guess, just followers of followers of the Force who uh, aren't sensitive.
0: Right. Well, it's 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 very clearly implied that he helped Luke search for artifacts and
1: yeah.
0: Oh goodness, okay, oh, or something, but. Man, this book is so entertaining. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. I don't want to be that mean. But yeah, it, it, it is it, it is interesting to see a little bit more with Loris and Taka. Yeah. So. What do you think about Little Ben?
1: Oh, hold on. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was fine. I, I don't care too much about Little Ben. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that they like Acknowledge the fact that Luke was struggling to uh, set aside emotion and treat him like any other Padawan. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. But I mean, are we really gonna skip over the most important part of our little Force Ghost fight? I figured <laughs> we would. That's cool. It's not important.
0: You can go ahead if you want. I mean, you can tell him all about Mace Windu.
1: Yeah, and yeah, we get Mace back starts cussing a lot and talking about snakes on planes and all kinds of cool stuff. No, no, it's just, you know, a certain force ghost shows up to kinda bail their son out. I don't know. I already had this kind of spoiled for me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Owen shows Owen's up. Owen's
1: back. Owen's back. <laughs> and now he's be raiding Luke like he did Ben in <laughs> Like you taught him? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah the Anakin the Anakin pop up was um interesting but brief
1: kinda clearly they wanted it to be more epic than it was, and it wasn't necessarily bad, but I already had this spoiled for me, so it wasn't exciting. I knew it was coming, so it's like all that people are talking about with this book on like the youtube review channels so. but it was so brief, yeah like what's there to obsess about, yeah I don't know, and it just kind of makes things muddy as to, like, were we in some type of astral plane, and that's why he was able to fight them, too. And, like, obviously, Yoda was able to manifest himself physically and actually interact with the living world, so maybe he taught it to Anakin, and maybe that's what's going on here. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of odd, in a way, that he was able to defend him.
0: Hmm. Yeah, maybe so. It just kind of all depends on what plane Luke was on. I don't think he was on a physical plane. Right. It's almost like a world between worlds.
1: (laughs) Don't. Don't start.
0: (laughs) You know, that place where you could reset Star Wars with.
1: <laughs> it's the multiverse uh, he's just the in multiverse, the multiverse yes of madness of madness
0: i don't know it was fine i'm not quite sure i i didn't like pog about it you know i didn't, like go nuts yeah. it was fun yeah. Yeah, it's cool it's it like, was oh, interesting dad <laughs> yes son oh I'm, be- oh I'm being zapped or something oh i gotta go <laughs>
1: Oh, no, Palpatine's back, and he's... Get, uh, I didn't say that out loud. Okay, bye.
0: It's Palpatine doesn't really die. Oh, i got to see your mom. See you.
1: <laughs> Mom's a force ghost, too?
0: Everyone's a force ghost, Luke. It's the big secret of the... Oh, shit, he's calling me back. Like, oh. <laughs> you can't tell the secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Mom says hi. I don't know. Again, I thought it was fine. I, I, I did I, I wasn't going nuts over it though. But it was a cool little surprise, I guess, for me. I wasn't. I didn't get spoiled.
1: I think I'd care more about these interactions if, like, we just got to see Luke interacting with his father and, like, him imbuing him with wisdom from his own mistakes and shortcomings. I don't know. I think that you know we we're so obsessed with. Qui Gon talking with Obi Wan. Why can't we have the same thing with Anakin talking to his son? Yeah, I think that would be a lot more interesting than. Oh yeah, Anakin one time like kept his son from dying. Well, what, what exactly?
0: Plane, <laughs> what exactly do Force ghosts do? Like in between, like you know, what what did Ben do in between, like you know, telling Luke to use the Force and. For the first Death Star, and then when he came back. Like, he was
1: cutting that meat from Tatooine.
0: You're <laughs> completely screwing timelines. We're talking about he's dead, when he's a force ghost. Like, I know,
1: if- he's doing it when he's a force <laughs> ghost. <God>. <laughs> he's te- he's was- training all of the little younglings that Anakin killed.
0: <laughs> it was one of the greatest times of my life. All I did was cut meat, and then feed my EOPI. It was great.
1: That EOPI was the best thing that ever happened to me. It's probably dead now.
0: Owen thought I was spying on Luke. No, I was spying on Baru. <laughs> That's why she was always so nice to you. Oh, I see. I see, Ben. Sneaky Ben. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Man. All right. What else do we got here?
1: Uh, Pride. <laughs> Who. I personally think that uh this is about maybe an hour or two of fluff that needed to be cut completely. I don't think Pride or the Remnant should have been in this book at all.
0: Yeah, Absolutely it was all. it was a little it was a little odd. Kind of made you think that maybe they were going to start glimmering the first order here, but yeah, they just they just had Pride who at this point is calling himself a high high colonel.
1: Mhm. And they portray him as a very, very worthless high colonel. He's mm-hmm. he's drinking on the job. He's constantly thinking of death sticks and mm-hmm. getting drunk. And he clearly doesn't have a whole lot of respect from his subordinates. He doesn't want to be in the field. He doesn't want to get his hands dirty. And he's outsmarted by Ochi. And that just annoys me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it was a little weird.
1: Maybe Pride isn't as cool as I remember, but I I thought more highly of him than this. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan of it. I don't know. It was a little, it was weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, how about Ochi?
1: Dio. Ochi's doing matters. stuff. He's getting, all that really matters. Getting
0: reactivated by the Sith Eternal.
1: He's getting drunk a lot.
0: Kaiza, for some reason.
1: <laughs> Killing all his men. Yeah. Not trusting any of his men. Kind of wanting a droid army, but not wanting a droid armor, so he mm-hmm. asks for stormtroopers.
0: Right. Got a lot of people killed, and then uh, winds up getting uh, sanded. Yeah. Woohoo! Ochi.
1: Like, we knew it would happen.
0: And d- they did have they- that little story, though, uh, that they never finished, by the way, where he was hunting, uh, was it Depa Balaba?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then it's Mace like-
0: Windu, you know, looks like he's going to kick his butt, and then we just never got back to that part.
1: Right. I almost, I seriously had thought that I had, like, fallen asleep for a minute during the book and just missed Another flashback. I don't know. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was was... that
1: literally, like, the only reason they did the now and then thing was that one (sighs) flashback? (sighs) I think it was.
0: Uh, I think there was at least another flashback in there. I just can't really remember. But there just didn't seem like enough flashbacks to narrate or to uh, sort of facilitate that kind of exposition. Just sort of seemed strange.
1: yeah it does and I think that's just a I mean I don't want to fault him for his writing style I don't necessarily think it was my big problem with the book but I don't I'm interested if that was more of an Adam Christopher thing or if it's something that Disney wanted maybe I just wasn't a fan of it yeah should probably also talk
0: about Comat too
1: yeah yeah, another new
0: character yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Another uh, Luke's friend member, another member of uh, what was that order you mentioned?
0: Uh, acolytes of the beyond.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Former member, and Luke uh, brought her back to the path, and now she lives on radiation planet with
1: yeah
0: with uh, Genji. Ra- what, what's what's <laughs> what's the robot from uh, uh, that game? The uh, Overwatch.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't play Overwatch. I know who you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah, that
0: guy. That's who I feel like that droid
1: is. Right. And we just sell radiation, which I think is just the coolest thing ever. Uh, Yeah. Can you you find this ship? Can you just find this ship from its signature? It's like, well, yeah, but, I mean, I don't really want to. (laughs) It's just... It's it's an odd reason to bring her in. Like, it, it, they made use of her beyond that, but... Yeah, she was cool. And they kind of made it out to be like, maybe Lando is slightly attracted to her and they're going to get together, which I mm. thought was funny near the end of the book.
0: Can I have your armor? Can I borrow your armor? No, you cannot borrow it, but I will...
1: I like your cape.
0: I will lend it to you.
1: I like your cape. I like your cape. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. It was a fine was enough it, character. Was it
1: supposed to be like Luke's version of a love interest?
0: <laughs> well, you know, I wondered. I wondered kind of what they were doing there, because like you know, that there's always a back part of your head that's like, oh, does Luke have like a Mara out there? It's like sometimes I come here and we kiss.
1: <laughs> But that's it. I don't have children. <laughs> I do not have children. No, I don't. And if I did, I wouldn't name him Ben because they messed that up for me.
0: <laughs> Maybe I should name it Jason
1: or Jaina. Anakin. Uh, I'll name him Anakin. But not for the reasons you're thinking.
0: No, 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 no. no. <sighs> Yeah, no, it was in the back of my head. It's like, is this going to be something different? I was like, nah, it's just another rando, basically. Yeah. Another another kind of rando that we're going to pick up, who is admittedly pretty cool, you know, yeah. and, and she does some some cool stuff here, allows Lando after the whole ordeal to, you know, drink her water, eat her food, rest, all that good stuff. But, um, meh. Meh. Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah man is a good summary of this book I think and wow. I think we've kind of run out of I think we kind of run good. out of content to go through sounds
0: good all right man well let's go ahead and move into ratings And out of five give it a rating what do you got for this one
1: and I'm gonna say this like I said earlier I need to listen to this book again and then I might revise this rating I didn't hate it but they wanted to do too much, I think, with this book. I feel like he wanted to write two books and he just stuffed it all into one and didn't really flesh out anything properly. There wasn't a ton of super interesting stuff going on. I felt like it kind of made Luke out to be a little weaker than he should be even in this version of Luke. Uh, the Lando stuff was awesome as usual. I thought that was really well done. The The stuff with uh, Ray and... Her parents was okay, but ultimately they tried to set up too much tension where ultimately we know what happens, so the tension is just a moot point. So, yeah, I mean, we got a lot of, I feel like, dead ends or brick walls, I guess, with these stories that they're trying to tell, like with the Sith. So, I don't know. I'll I'll give it like a 3.6 out of 5. Okay. All right, well, Goodreads.
0: What does Goodreads have for this bad boy? Goodreads is sitting at a 4.16, only 340 ratings. <laughs> so pretty low on that one. Um, it's kind of a filler book. I am not... Really, all that interested uh, in backfill. A lot of times, sometimes it can be cool, but it, like I said earlier, it felt like an old Legends book, but just not one of the particularly good ones. You know, like early New Jedi Order. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> it's there. Um, I think a lot of the payoffs that they tried to put in here, some of the Sith stuff, just it wasn't quite as cool as you think it is, or they thought it would be. You know, you're naming Sith that we don't know. You're naming artifacts that we don't know. Um, you're
1: tricking us into thinking we know them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. And, uh, you know, character development-wise, I mean, I like, I like Lando. I thought that was all good. But I don't really understand the story, because, like, when's the payoff? When do we figure it out? Um, Luke, I, I, th- I thought Luke was fine. I, di- I didn't have any issues with the Luke storyline, Um, you know, he was able to defeat a Sith mask. I guess that's cool. Um, the Ray family story. I mean, I I think it's just built to be, you know, sympathetic towards two characters that were killed in the movie in a flashback, which I get. And, and they were fine. They were, you know, just two stupid kids just trying to raise a kid, you know, and Mm -hmm. they were cut short because they had effectively tried to engage in things that they didn't understand. I mean, Miramir seems like a really simple girl from a random planet that just so happened to have a really, really smart grandma who taught her everything that she knew. And, um, you know, Dathan is, you know, resourceful enough. Um, but he also doesn't know much about the outside world because he's been stuck on flipping hexagol. um, so yeah, overall the, the, the book was fine. It just didn't really give much in, in terms of revelation. And if the biggest thing that you think happened in here was like a little sort of small spot with like ghost Anakin, that's not a good enough book. Okay, it's mm-hmm. not a good enough book. But it was fine. Um, but I did have to stop a few times. It's not one that I wanted to go all the way through. Decent narration, could use a little bit of polishing on the production with those stupid beeping noises and whatnot. It's like you don't have to continue to do that. You you don't have to annoy the listener. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, overall, I think that this is probably one of the more forgettable books. I don't necessarily think I need to read it again, um, which is kind of telling. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a 3.75, and I think I'll be happy with that. Okay. Okay. All right, man. What else we got to talk about? Any
1: anything else we need to bash tonight? No, I do believe <laughs> I have bashed enough things. I'm tired of being negative. We need some content to go through. Well, that's fair. <laughs>
0: that is fair. I think we're both tired of being negative, And sometimes it does feel like we get a little negative with the shows. Maybe they just aren't going as, as well as we think they should. And some of the books have been a little disappointing. Uh, what do we have on the docket for next week?
1: Next year. week. I should have looked that up sooner. Good point. Let's yeah. see. Let's see what we got Pull here. Pull up the good old list.
0: Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, this is uh, the little mini book. The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Desperate,
1: Desperate Mission. <laughs> Mission book
0: review. <laughs> so this was a small uh, mini series. Well, it was a small series, smaller book series. I actually bought one of the books because it was super cheap online. Um, I don't remember if this has a, an audiobook to it or not. Did you, you, did you look that up at all?
1: No, I haven't checked.
0: It might not. Um, the book is relatively short. Uh, if we have to switch it around, we will, but that was what I had on docket. So
1: we that should would probably be not worth purchasing an audible. I feel like audible typically is a little pricier for the smaller, shorter books.
0: It, so. it, it certainly can be. Um and then yeah after that we'll we'll jump into new jedi order again, get into some comic stuff and then uh, we'll be marching towards andor very soon, very soon. So uh all right, any parting thoughts?
1: Um no, not really. All right. I think we're good.
0: Well, hopefully you guys enjoy the episode here today. If you've read the book and have a review, why don't you send it to us? Just let us know what your thoughts are. Find us on the social media at TC Plan Podcast, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Or just send us an email to tcplanpodcast@gmail.com. gmail.com. Love to hear uh, your feedback. Uh, so that is it. And we will catch you uh, next week.
1: And as always, may the Force be with you.